Keep it locked right here. You're in the field with Trackstar Sports. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Yard Swift. And you are now in the field with Trackstar Sports. Yo, this is Stedman with Rep the King, and y'all in the field with Trackstar Sports. No. podcast coming just next week right i actually know it's coming this week right yeah saturday. yeah saturday 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 so coming this saturday the in the field podcast um one of the one of the hottest shows that we had before with a tag team right um they actually um you know fell back over the off season took some time off and now they're coming back ready to get this thing started Right. So if you've been watching the campaign, so the campaign for the um, in the field podcast has been happening. Um, Conrad has actually been in the field out there doing work in Florida. Right. Um, uh, with a few of those football tournaments where the high school um, students are actually getting ready for um, for college. You guys mostly cover college. So, look, we are stupid, dumb excited about what you guys are doing because the college football season is right around the corner. And I know you guys are going to help us get prepared for it. Yeah. Hey man, shout out to Tay. Yeah, shout out to Tay. He's actually talking with a lot of Auburn recruits and uh, a lot of Auburn players himself. So shout out to Tay. Yeah, Yeah, a lot going on, man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, (laughs) appreciate it, man. It's a lot going on at Auburn, man. And uh, I'm gonna do a better job of trying to diversify. But right now, I've got a lot of ears on a lot of people uh, from my alma mater. So uh, y'all bear with me as I, I play favorites right now. Okay. Do you think? Do you think, man? Right, so okay. at least we'll have two states covered, right? All of Florida and most of the Alabama will be covered, so we're good to go. That's yep. what I'm oh, the most athletes come I... from, anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, some Yo, parts of Louisiana, some parts, some parts, yeah, yeah, some parts. Yeah, 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 they got some, some good parts. gumbo. I like Cajun food, yeah. so I gotta get shots out of Louisiana. So Marshall Falk was a player, Tyron Matthew, stuff like that, whatever. Um, that's right. That's anyway. right. That's right. So, um, here we go, y'all. What we're doing right now is we're helping these people who are are just kind of in the drought, man. It's it's drought between here and the actual football season. So what we're doing is we're going to predict the top five uh, quarterbacks of next season. We're going to do it week by week, quarterback, running back, wide receiver. We're going to first talk about the top five quarterbacks out, right, or the top five quarterbacks after this season. And then after that, we're going to talk about the top five units. And that's how we're going to get it popping. All right. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to actually give the floor over to Conrad to give us your top five quarterbacks after next season. Go for it. All right. All right. So of course, um, of course I had to actually look at what it is out there, you know, uh, as far as as far as who's going to come back, what what actual receiving core is going to be out there, and 
you know, what, just what it's going to look like for the quarterback. And, of course, my number one quarterback right now uh, would wait, be Aaron Rodgers. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Can you give us five and then go to one? Okay, well, since y'all already know one, well, we'll go to five. So my, my fifth quarterback. <laughs> my fifth quarterback, and this might be a surprise to you, but I am going uh, I'm going with uh, Phillips, uh, uh, Philip Rivers of uh, wow. San Diego. Yes, uh, <laughs> and this is why, because Philip Rivers, he needs, uh, he, he needs something real bad. He needs a championship. He needs... He needs wide receiver. He needs people that wants to play. And I think where San Diego is at, they have a defense coming back. They have um, they have an okay offensive line coming back. And then on top of that, their receivers and they they recruit. They, they not only that they got uh, they wound up getting some receivers out of the draft that I you know I I, I think that can contribute. Uh, but I think uh, Philip Rivers is going to have a, a really good season next year. Uh, number four definitely going to be Mr. Breezy. Um, Drew Brees, uh, I think Drew Brees is going to he's going to light it up again. I mean, it's hard not to pick this guy because he 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 shows up year in year out. He's just like, yo, I'm going to go ahead and throw a quick three thousand, like it's nothing. Our quick, so he threw five thousand, he threw five thousand yards twice in his career. So I, I mean, I mean, I, it's hard for me to go against that. So I, so I got a, uh, I got, uh, I got a old breezy right there. And then um, y'all might not like me for this, man. Um, I'm going. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go. Uh, he was a boy name. I'm going. I'm going to go. Uh, uh, what was it? Tyrod Taylor? Only because of the type of man, You know what? That's good. That's a good pickup. <laughs> I actually, that was going to be my sleeper. I'm glad you mentioned him. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah, but those are the type of receivers he has. Because, Brian, you got all the receivers. Everybody yeah, on his yeah. receiving list is all – they like in, – in, in Madden coming up, they're either 99, 95, or 89. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think the lowest one – I think the lowest one is eight. I think, yeah, I think the lowest one is 88 rating. Mm. Now – in real life, I think it's going to be a lot better, man. Because like you got Josh Gordon, man. Come on, man. And then you took my receiver Landry. I mean, come on, man. It's hard to go against that guy, man. And if he can't get it done, yeah. his backup will get it done. <laughs> this is two part on the number three. His backup will get it done. Which his backup is uh his backup right now. Well, currently, currently his current backup um is uh is going to be uh. I think is it, is it is it going to be the rookie? Um, yep. yep. What's that name? Yep. Oh man, I can't think of his name. Save my life. Somebody help me, please. What's, what's the what's yeah. Oklahoma? I'm gonna I'm gonna let Oklahoma. you say that for a second. <laughs> I'm let you. I, I, I'm let you. I'm gonna let you marinate on the Browns, though, man. Come on, I man. Really Come on. Think I, they gonna surprise Oh my god. Oh my god. It's on tip of my tongue. But they Baker didn't Mayfield, realize. So. Baker, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Thank you so much. Yes, Baker Mayfield. I mean, I think he's gonna come in. He's gonna be wild. He's gonna be crazy. He's gonna be cocky. He's gonna be everything that everybody likes. He's gonna be throwing to the receivers because he's like, yo, I got receivers. I'm gonna throw it out there. You know, he, every every receiver he had, or every receiver he had in college is pretty much the receiver he's going to have, or better in the NFL. I mean, you can't think. I mean, think about Hollywood Brown, man. Who does Hollywood Brown remind you of? 
I think he reminds me of Landry a little bit because he, you know, because he's quick. Not only that, he's agile and he's tough. I mean, and he's small, so that's that's who, that's who it is. All right, now I'm going to my number two. Number two, man, I am going. Uh, I am going Carson Wentz. Wow. God bless you. Uh, yeah, God man, Wentz gonna come back. He's gonna just tear it up. He's like, you know what? You know what? Blake Bortles. He uh he he, he stole the show. Not Blake Bortles. Um. Uh, his backup stole the show. Not, it's not Blake Bortles. I, oh, I, Nick Foles. I was going to do Blake Bortles as a joke. <laughs> uh, Foles, uh, Foles was his backup, and he stole the show. And he's like, "Yo, I want to, I want to complete a season, and I want to go ahead and get my Super Bowl." So, I got, I got Phil, I got the Philadelphia quarterback being the number two, and then of course the number one, Aaron Rodgers. Man, I mean, dog, if he, if he had a better team. We wouldn't be talking about Tom Brady being a goat. Cause how I look at a goat, I look at a goat like this. If you, you if you can do more than one thing, I like like I'm talking about like not just throw the ball, sit in the pocket, and be behind a, a offensive line that's always always structured to your liking or whatever. It's cool. No, nah, you gotta be like Aaron Rodgers, the bad man himself. That guy, that guy runs. That guy passes. That guy bodies, dude. He's a tough quarterback, and he's cocky. No one's doing it like man. No one's doing it like that, man. You know what I mean? I mean, he, you know, he, he goat status. You know, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with him. Now, my honorable mention though is the baby goat, Rick. I think you already know where I'm going with this one. It's the baby okay. goat, Mr. Watson himself. Good one. Good one. Yeah, that's another sneaker. Good one. Yeah, that's that's uh, and that's my Man. list, sirs. Nobody mentioned Jameis Winston. Nobody mentioned. No, dog. Jameis Winston's a fraud, bro. <laughs> Jameis Winston is such a fraud. <laughs> he comes from FSU, though. You, I, I just knew he's gonna be up he's in a there. fraud, like, like, come on, man. Come on, dude. Like, he's a he's a fraud. Hey, I, I I don't think you said a lie. You know, I just uh, I I think you know he is. <laughs> Um, he is. He has the talent. He uh, uh, he has the mechanics. I just think there's something um, like when you talk about the names such as Aaron Rodgers and uh, uh, the call uh, the, the Winters and, and, and those guys, you see a different type of mentality versus. then uh, I don't know what he's doing in off season. Um, the one thing I say that I, I I put him in the same boat with Cam Newton, but the one thing I say about Cam Newton that's going to help him out this year is North Turner. I think North Turner is going to actually mm-hmm. help Cam Newton come along for the long and help develop him into more of a uh, uh, a winning quarterback, not just a, a talented, uh, not just a a leader. I mean, he's got the leadership, he's got the talent, but we need a, a winning quarterback. The year that that the Panthers went to the Super Bowl. Cam Newton was a, mm-hmm. a winning quarterback, um, so I think North Turner mm-hmm. can actually get him back to that. But uh, I, I like I like your pitch, man. Like I said, I'm a college dude. I'm not going to front. I, I love college football, but I, you know I can't help but peek. You no, know, I do I do peek at the NFL. I just don't I don't I don't want nobody to put that much weight on what I'm saying because y'all are the experts, and I'm just just consider me like the, uh, uh, the the little guy that's following his big brothers right now. Well, I mean, look, man, look, man, Rick's not an expert. 
<laughs> well, I knew that when you said New Orleans Saints was his team, you know. I knew that, you know. So, like, well, I knew that All right, I'm done. I'll, I'll, I'll stay quiet. Rick, you can go. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear the shots. Don't don't think I don't hear the shots. Nah, it's just you know, I'm I'm just you know giving. I mean, I mean, Rick. I mean, it, it, it'd probably be better for you to bring up the real man because I know y'all might laugh at a couple of mine. I mean, you know. So I mean, I I can throw my quick five just off of um, my um, unexpert opinions. Well, I think I think we're blessed. I think we got some other people in the room right now. Um, Damo, oh, you hear? Really, God bless him. Demo. I'll get shot now. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, there we go. There you so go. Demo's in the room. Yeah. Demo's in the building. Um, Demo, Demo, do you have a list? What's up? What's up? You got a top five list for the Demo? I got a top five. My uh, brother. Ooh. All right, talk to the yeah. Demo. All right, so um, my top five, I'm uh, starting at number one. Uh, my top five is is Brady. Um, Ooh. Out of him. <laughs> I mean, oh, tired already. I'm Damn, a, I'm my go, bad. We're going, we're going five to one. We're going five to one. Five I already one? messed it up with two people. So yeah, but we're going five to one. Okay, okay, I'll, okay. I'll start with five. Um, my five, uh, my number five would be Russell Wilson. Whoa, I didn't see that one. That's good. Okay, I didn't see that. Um, overrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? <laughs> in love. Well, um, just 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 from, just from what I from what I see from uh, Russell Wilson, um, I mean, he's a guy that really did it last season with little to nothing. Um, he carried the team basically off his own athleticism. Um, who his backup is, I think, really is irrelevant. <laughs> it's like he's in. The, if he's able to play, if he's able to go, then. Then I think without him, the team the team goes down. Uh, number four, uh, I have Breeze. Um, again, he's another one. The backup is irrelevant. Uh, Yo, Breeze holds that at number four spot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so sorry. Go ahead. Then uh, uh, three, I have uh, Carson Wentz. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm two, with you. I have Rogers, and like Ooh, you said, I have that. Brady. You gonna and, take uh, that kind of red? He put Rogers at two. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, for me, the uh, looking at the looking at the backups, uh, to me, what what helps make them top five is the fact that their backups are irrelevant, except for in the situation maybe with Carson Wentz. I feel like that's an anomaly. Because typically, when you have a situation like that, either one of either the backup is gone. If he's that good, he's either going to be gone because he's going to go somewhere so he can start, or or the or the starters leaving out, or he's hurt or something like that. That's the only reason the uh, the backup is really relevant. And uh, I have an honorable mention. I think if he hadn't got hurt, I think he would definitely be uh, solid in, in my top five would be Deshaun Watson. Yeah. There you go. I like it, man. All right, I cool. like it, man. I mean, I got some solid lists going on right now. I'm making it hard for me. Mm. <laughs> I hear it, man. I, I hear it. Okay, so, so Demo, hear your list. 
All right, we got two lists so far. I think the voice is in the room. Voice, are you here? It's your man, the voice. Yeah. Yo, y'all be coming through like we in the WWE, right? <laughs> I know. They got their music playing, walking down the aisle. I'd be like, yo, we got so-and-so in the building. Wait for us. Uh, slight pause, right? It's your man, the voice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, cool. Voice, you got your top five list, bro? Yes, sir. And All right, I'm so we're going five my... to one. I, I spoiled it for everybody else, so we're going five to one. It's quite all right. I heard that uh, when Damo came on, so I'm prepared. Um, I'm going to do my best, uh, you know, because I have a love for football. Obviously, it's not my first love, but I do have a love for football. But I'm going to do my best as a passionate fan who normally goes with my passion and with my heart. I'm going to do my best to come at this from an analytic standpoint. And from the analytics, from the numbers that don't lie, top five quarterbacks are Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott, God bless Tom Brady, you. and not because of my allegiance. Again, I'm not going with my heart. I'm going strictly by the numbers. Number two is Case Keenum. Number one is Carson Wentz. Hmm. Man, well, I tell you, y'all just keep topping each other. I, 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 <laughs> I like your list the best so far, boy. That's pretty good. That's good. Yeah, that, those were the top five uh, QBR rankings last year. So until somebody does differently, those are my top five. Now, Voice, my, my question is, and this is for the whole panel, right? Do you guys think now, those are the top five based on the QBR? Can you read them off one more time for us? By all means, we've got Matt Ryan. At number five. Yeah, at number five. And okay. uh, didn't Atlanta play in the um, – I know they made it at least in the semifinals. Did they make it to the uh, NFC finals? No, they didn't make it to the NFC championship game. It was the Eagles versus the Vikings. Okay. All right, that's, right. that's right. That's, that's right. right. Fair enough. Okay. They lost the week before. Um Dak Prescott, which, again, I'm going by the numbers. Y'all know my feelings about Dallas, and that's the same about number three with Tom Brady. I'm just going by the numbers. I don't like either of the – or let me say I despise Dallas with a passion, and with an equal passion, I cannot stand the Patriots. I can't even believe I'm calling them by their – Actual names because I don't yeah, I know you call them something different, right? The cowards, the yeah, coward boys, ca- or something like yeah, that? the cowards, the, the the Dallas cowards, uh, the New England Patsies. I mean, I I, I can't believe uh, it. I even said those two uh, names. That's just how great a disdain level I have for them. Um, Case Keenum, which obviously we know he had a phenomenal year, a uh, uh, stellar, a banner year for him. Uh, which is why he's wearing that blue and orange now, baby. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be uh, numbers driven. I'm trying to let my heart uh, do it. And then Carson Wentz, and we know he also had a banner year, a record year last year. So my question to you guys is: Do you, the whole panel, believe that those numbers will stick and stay, and that those rankings will stay the same after the season? No. I do not. 
No, no, I don't. I I look at personnel. Per, uh, honestly, I think uh, I think personnel plays a big part in what is going to be next year. Um, I I understand why Matt Ryan would be there because he still has Julio Jones, and uh, they they just added to the uh, wide receiver core. Wide receiver yeah. core. So I Calvin Ridley, Muhammad. I get that. And last yeah. year was a transition year. He had a new offensive coordinator in Sarkeesian. And now they get a whole yeah. all season with each other. So I think Matt Ryan is definitely going to be in the top five. Right. And this, this is, if I'm not mistaken, this is Matt Ryan's second year under this offensive coordinator. And his That's history right. shows that his That's second right. year is generally leaps and bounds better than the first. So uh, right. the upside on Ryan this year is great. That's right. I agree. Well, and and then also looking at also you gotta look at uh, you gotta look at the, the the names and um and you said you said that Prescott was on there right? Far too late. Number four, and he's gonna be having Zeke back, which means that the entire defense won't be able to key in on him as they did for the majority of last season. And we know that the offense has been set up for Zeke in the first place. So it'll be much easier for him to get off and do some different things. The malcontent that is Des Bryant won't be there. You know, how, how is that going to factor into the cohesiveness of the um, receiving core when – you have a, a vocal person who demands the ball all the time and wasn't doing much with it, but who demands the ball all the time, no longer being there. Um, it, it's a question mark, but it's a good question and a good puzzle to have to put together. Don't forget, um, they're missing tight end also. I went and um, called it quits, hung up his cleats. So, uh, they, 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 like I say, running back, quarterback, I do see what you mean. It kind of reminds me of Minnesota Vikings a couple of years ago when they had stout Adrian Peterson, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, that's when uh, I think it was uh, Bridgewater had, you know, just kind of came on the scene. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Dak is good. I mean, I watched him all through college. And so uh, his first year he came and he kind of caught everybody off guard. But NFL is really good. Defensive coordinators are a lot better. They are really good at adjusting. You know, you can come in and catch him off guard. I, I, I like the reference back to Chip Kelly. When he came in, you know, like say, uh, uh, he kind of caught everybody off guard with the little, uh, no college plays, but those defense coordinators mm-hmm. going that quick and it, it ran him up out the league. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's, you got to come with it. Yeah, man. Um, what's, what's Rick? Yes, sir. Rick. Yeah. Um, just a real quick question. How much, now, how much do you think defenses plays into the success of the quarterback? Um, I'll say this: if you have a if you have a horrible defense, which mm. I've been privy to that situation for several years as a New Orleans Saints fan. I was about so, to say, <laughs> not having <laughs> no, a no, good, not having a good defense can actually drive up or falsify the numbers. Because you'll That's be right. throwing a lot because at times you can be playing from behind a lot or forced to throw the ball a lot just to keep up with the That's other right. team. And so mm-hmm. Breeze has some of his best numbers in years where the defense was horrible. 
on the flip side of that, right. he's also had some numbers that were more pedestrian, and, and pedestrian numbers for Breeze are like, you know, whatever. I think he threw maybe for 4,500 as opposed to 5,000, right? But That's he's right. had more human numbers in years where the Saints have performed better because they had a better defense. Because he doesn't have to rely so much on, you know, catching up from behind. And on top of that, they also really had a great running game this year. Um, both of their running backs made the, um, made the Pro Bowl. So, in that case, you know, he had a chance to actually throw less. So the numbers are a little bit down. So in some people's estimation, he may have been considered um, not as lethal of a weapon, right? But mm -hmm. the, the way I kind of judge this is, in those games when you need to – when your running game is not working as much and your team is down a little bit because the defense isn't as great, can your team still rely on you to be elite in those moments, no matter what the system has been? And that answer has been a resounding yes. And so, mm -hmm. yes, a, a horrible defense can inflate numbers, absolutely, right? Um, but mm -hmm. being able to understand elite versus not elite is still um, somewhat of a situational thing where you can say, in those situations where you're needed, are you elite? And can you come through? Because mm -hmm. because I'm looking at I'm looking at Philip Rivers and you know his defense is always like up and down, and I'm looking at his numbers and he consistently gets numbers. But it's only because he has to play from behind or you know he has to make something happen. I mean that's and part of the reason why he's in my list is because of what he can do. And if he, I mean, and on top of that, like now that he has a team around him, I think that he's going to be in a better spot. So this is why he he is my number five on my list. So that's that's why that's why I asked. Yeah, the question is, and then, then on top of that, Tyrod Taylor, you know, he's going to have an exciting team period because uh, he has two great defensive players that just got drafted back to back years. Not only that, you got you got a, a defensive line. Um, it seems like they're 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 doing a lot of moves in the off season that is going to look great for the team. So this this is again the reason why I did my list how I did my list. And yeah, I got him as my black horse, I man. I think the Browns are going to surprise people. I think yeah. you answered. Um, I think you answered the question um, a little bit more directly. Where the question is is who's going to be the best at the end of next season? Like, who, when it's all said and done, who's going to be the best quarterback? Or who will we consider mm -hmm. as the top five quarterbacks after next, after next season? And I think you went that route where you're thinking, based on his weapons, you think Tyrod Taylor is going to have one of those banner elite years. By the end of it, we'll think nah. he's the top five quarterback. Um, I don't think he'll be the best, but I think he will, um, you know, uh, that that – that person, I mean, in a pageant, they call him Miss Congeniality. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? The person that stands out, yep. Yep. Uh, I think he's going to yeah. have the big standout here. Yeah, and even if he does, I still don't think it'll be tough to get a consensus to say Tyrod Taylor belongs in the top five, even if he goes out this year and murders it. That's right. Yeah. I agree. Hey, so, I definitely got a I definitely got a defensive player of the year I want to just uh, recognize real quick. Um, I don't think a lot of people – I don't think a lot of people uh, look at this guy, but um, wait, I want to say because uh, if you go defensive player of the year, because we're gonna talk about defenses later. Do you, do you yeah, man. But like this that? one, this one is important. But this one's important, man. That's why I want to say uh, Pusher Terrence, um, Pusher T. 
Um, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. That's the offensive player of the wow. year. Wow. Killing everybody. I just wow. wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> you in the field, baby. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I, I can't front. I can't front. I honestly thought he was done. And then when he came back, when he came back with with the story, right? Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, man, that's not cool. Because like, <laughs> I'm a big Drake fan, and so I felt it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, face turned a little bit. I was like, oh, no, this, is not, this ain't good. Cause all once all the memes start coming out, I was like, man. So yeah, he defended he defended well. He defended good music very well, um, and and he gets the win because I think they just called the truth. And so, um, yeah. and that, and that's not. I good heard Drake for, actually for Drake finished up a, a a record. I heard he finished it up, but Jay Prince said it, don't put it up. But I heard it. Yeah, yeah, but him finishing up a record and not putting it out, what does that do for his record, right? You know what I mean? Like, what does it do for his overall win-loss record? He wins the battles. He wins the battle against Meek Mills. He has that one, right? Um, in this situation, this is an L. He's won one in my eyes. Yeah. He's going to yeah. sneak it out. It's definitely a hidden track on his next. There's going to be a hidden track on his next album. No. And, and look, <laughs> he going to take it and make look. it subliminal. He's going he, he gonna, he gonna to put it on, on different little uh, uh-huh. tapes or whatever. But why is Jay Prince able to make that call? Anyway, we're we getting totally off track. Y'all. I'm, I'm, well, I'm uh, hold on. I'm well, you, you opened up the door. All you need to do <laughs> is read on Twitter, because uh, that's why I, I got the information shared with you all. But uh, Jay Prince, or some comedian was talking about how he fears going to Houston because of Jay Prince and something he did with him. All I did was read that during my meal break, and uh, yeah, who fears going to Houston? Huh? Who fears going to Houston? Some uh, comedian uh, Ray Wood. Oh Jr., yeah, I believe his name. Oh, Roy um, Wood Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Birmingham. I, yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah Roy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but he talked about how he was supposed to be doing a prank called. Uh, Jay Prince is the first one, and Jay Prince just calmly, after everything was being said, he didn't argue, he just said, where you at? And he's serious, you know, he too. tried to kind of play it off. I was like, okay, okay, this is just a prank. He calmly waited again and said, no, I need to see you face-to-face, where you at? Mm. Producer <laughs> jumped online was like, hey, Jay, you know, this is just uh, this is just a prank. And, dude, it's so serious, he didn't even use the producer's real name. He inserted some fictitious name regarding it. He's like, hey, hey, this is just a joke, you know, whatever. Pauses another five seconds, just silent, and says, oh, so you're with Lucas, huh? I know just where you're at. <laughs> hey, man, turn the car around. Click. Wow. And, uh, and your boy Wood got in his vehicle and went back to the airport and left Houston uh, not to return anytime soon and or to say anything about being there when he gets there. So that's enough to make me say, you know what, if uh, if Jake Prince put in the OG call, as he said, and told Drake, no, don't do it, and he's making this statement on a Maryland radio station, and we, we know, you know, salute to that boy Damon on the phone. We know if you're in Maryland, 
uh, you know, that's the DMV. You're right there in the Virginia area where Pusha T is that right. I'm right here in your backyard and I'm telling other people I made an OG call. Don't think that a call didn't go to Pusha T that it, and he ain't keeping that on the, on the down low. Right, right. So that that's that's all I got to say about that. I get it. All right. It's still a loss. It's still a loss. Yeah, it's a, oh, it's I agree wholeheartedly. But I, it's, I, it's I, still I'm, a I'm loss. just say I understand how <laughs> Jay Prince making the call uh, does it. Plus, Jay Prince is making money off of Drake, too. You know, he's like, no, uh-uh. Look, we, you, we're not getting ready to mess up this money. There's no way that you can come mm-hmm. out of this uh, in a positive light. Just let it go, and let's keep pushing. No pun intended. Man, man, man. <laughs> Yo, you got that? You got that exclusive information right here. <laughs> I mean, you can find it on Twitter, but you know what I mean. You just got that extra <laughs> while we're talking about the quarterbacks. Now, let me let me say this: every list has been. I think all the lists have been good so far, right? And I'm not saying that my list will be any better. I'm just going to give you my list and let you guys dissect it. Is that cool? Well, wait, wait. First, I want to hear, well because I wanted to hear yours last. I want to hear Tay's, man, because Tay didn't say anything. Oh, man. He, he, Tay said he, he didn't have he, a list. He tried to faint. No, he, he yeah, had man, a list. Man, be, he was, doing, he was trying to fadeagle his way of not saying it. <laughs> Tay has I was a list. Don't, 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 don't let Tay lie to you. Tomorrow day. <laughs> it, it's going to be just based off coming football knowledge, man. Um, really, Go really. For it, I mean, I, I'm surprised I didn't hear anybody mention Alex Smith uh, uh, on my homes. I mean, I was like, they, they had some breakout seasons. I, I really am. I think, I, I think they, they have a good – if we're talking about what, like, Conrad mentioned from the beginning, you got to look at what people are surrounded with, their weapons, um, look at their coach, prestige. Uh, the one reason that Tom Brady remains at the top, he's a good quarterback, but he also has a good team surrounding him. And, um, um, you know, it, 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 it may be a surprise to a lot of people, uh, but, you know, Deshaun Watson is good, but he don't have that good supporting cast. That's the only reason I didn't put him in my top five. Um, um, but let me just come from the top. Just, um, I definitely uh, would have um, Matt Ryan in my top five. Um, I put him at five because it still remains to be seen how it may take a year for things to um to get where they're supposed to be. I know uh, they're still trying to get Julio Jones happy. And, you know, um, um, and I don't blame him. I mean, he's been a guy that's been contributing for years there. And you bring in new blood, which is a superstar. And you got to be thinking like, hey, you know what? Let me go ahead and get my big payday because I'm getting up in years. I don't know how long um, I can keep this up. And Julio's been smart with his money. He's been making some major investments. Got Carlotte, different things that he's got doing. Um, big things popping for him. So, um, yeah, I, I don't blame him for looking out for himself in that respect. Um, next, um, I would go uh, and take it. Um, this may be a, a, another wild card, um, um, but I don't know. I mean, I don't hear enough about this team, but they had a squad before in a couple of years. But I like Jeff Goff. I mean, Jared Goff. I think the L.A. Rams, you know, they would, they would tight work at one point. They had, like I say, a good defense. Uh, um, you know, uh, uh, he was right there neck and neck with Wentz when, you know, the, the conversation was going for. And so, um, I think he's due for a breakout year. And that's how the NFL is. It's so weird because you can go off the year before, just like everybody thought Dak Prescott and Dallas were going to be back up in it. Zeke got in trouble and they just went to kaput. 
You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, NFL, I just think it's real shake like that. I think, though, Jared Dew for one. And here go another one that nobody mentioned, and I really think we kind of doing him a disservice. I mean, maybe we're looking at his team, but the dude is just efficient, even though his team doesn't perform well. Andrew Luck. He had, you know, he, he went Ooh. off season. Yeah, he came off injury, but he just, his numbers, everything, he just performs well. He, since day one, since he's got into the NFL, he's had the fundamental quarterback thing down. Now, now I get to these top two, you know, everybody, you know, won't pretty much agree. Of course, Aaron Rodgers is a star. He, uh, uh, if he can stay healthy, they can protect him. He can get any kind of contribution from his role players around him. He's definitely going to be top two. Same thing with Tom Brady. He's already proven that he's got Jordan-like characteristics. No matter who you pull around him, he's going to be a winner. But um, I'm going to actually reverse the order and go with Conrad's order. I'm going to put Tom Brady at number two. I think Aaron Rodgers goes out with a bang this year. That's my number. Wow! So on your list, Drew Brees doesn't even make it. No, man, Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees is actually (laughs) running out gas, man. I do. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Drew Brees, man, man. I felt sorry for him last year. He was throwing his butt off, man. I mean, I mean, he does it. No years prior, I just be like, yo, I mean, Drew Brees. He bought. He he got that Benjamin Button thing going on. It's like he's just getting younger by the years. But I mean. I, I really feel like this year he's going to kind of know it's not going to be the same. I actually feel like the running game is going to play a bigger part than Drew Brees is this year. Mm. It yeah. showed itself. And if okay. I was coach, I, I would try to balance it out a little bit more. But those superstar numbers, man, like that, like you said, it was always in desperation mode. Uh, um, it's my belief that they're going to kind of try to give some relief to that this year, make it less predictable that they're going to pass on every time. Okay. Do you think? Do you think uh, Father Time catches up with him this year too? I do, man. I do think. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to happen, man. I mean, because I mean, you can't consistently be gunslinger like that, man. I mean, really, man. I mean, Drew Brees. I mean, I used to watch games. I mean, he used to be like throwing like even like you watching a CFL game. He was passing so much. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, yo, man. But last you know, year they called was running that thing. Down. Like, yeah, like, Ingram was running that thing too. But he still had like 4,300, 4,400 yards, and he had like 23 touchdowns. I mean, it, it was crazy. He had, the, I think, the highest percentage too, I think, between now. I think Brady had a higher percentage, but I think Breeze was up there. I mean, he had a, he had a great completion got. percentage, but last year he actually didn't have to throw as much because he gave the ball to Kamara a lot. Mark Ingram went off. Those two guys were going off every game. So if not both of them, at least one of them was going off every game. So he didn't really have to throw the ball a ton. And if he threw it, they weren't long passes. They were short passes to those guys out of the backfield. So in actuality, I, I bet that's I, what it was, the highlights. Like, tell you? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You, you wasn't finished. No, no. I think, I, think, I, think he had a, I think he had a pretty relaxed year where he didn't have to, you know, be the hero the entire time. Breeze is not going to be top five this year. No, he's going to be. Top I don't know. I may be wrong. I mean, I, I took some chances. I want to take, like I said, I mentioned golf because I just think LA do for one. I don't know. No, I mean, yo, that's that's your opinion, and I'm I can't I can't knock it. He he's he's not Drew Brees. Um, is not even where I think he would be in anybody's list so far. But I'll, I'll, I'll give you my list in a second. All right. Well, okay. One. Go ahead. <laughs> You guys think he's my number one? Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> I think so. I think wow. so. No, I think he's yeah. controlling us by saying, you don't have Drew Brees in there. <laughs> you don't have Drew Brees anywhere. <laughs> Is that my voice right now? <laughs> oh my god! He's, he's, up the, he's kind of the story of mad right now. No, no, no! I'm not mad at anybody's list. I think lists are dope. I think the list so far have been really good. So somebody went by the numbers. Somebody went by their heart. Um, somebody went by, you know, based on just their, like, football knowledge and, and stuff like that. So I think everybody's kind of, you know, coming at it from a different perspective. Um, I'll give you my perspective based on what I think will happen by the end of next year. Okay? Let's go. This is my list. Respect it or don't. I'm going to give you my honorable mention first. So um, I'm going to go honorable mention Jared Goff. I honestly believe that um, Jared Goff will be somebody, like like you said, so I heard Jared Goff in your list, and I applaud that, right? Because him, along with his coach and along with the weapons that he should, should have at his disposal, I know he loses to Sammy Watkins, but at the same token, he's still going to be good because of the creativity of that offense. So I think Jared Goff will do well. As long as you have a Todd Gurley who you can throw to out of the backfield, I think Goff is going to have a remarkable season. I don't think he'll have a letdown season because in the, in the same exact system, Robert Woods is somebody who he can go to in the clutch last year, and I thought that was a really good look for him. So I feel like the, the Rams will be good. I think they'll be decent, and I think – think about it. Think about this for one second. They got Brandon Cooks. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got, they got Brandon Cooks. So now, instead of, you know, what you've had before, like you don't have a Sammy Watkins, you have somebody with hands now who's very fast. Uh, him along with um, a Robert Woods in that situation, you're good. You are good. So, um, and especially with the creativity, I'm going with Jared Goff. He's an honorable mention for me. Definitely think he's great. Right, he's going to have a really good um, season. Another guy for me and my honorable mention, um, this may make some people upset that he's not up there, but it's all good. Um, Sean Watson, uh, he's in my honorable mention. I think at the end of next year, he's going to be one of those people who we say, wow, again. I think we're wild again. If you looked at what happened in college and he got hurt with an ACL, I think it was the other ACL, I mean, he came back the next year, blew it up. He's great coming back from injury. I don't think he'll have any mm-hmm. problem coming back from this injury. So when he comes back, and you got to look at what he has around him, Will Fuller somebody, DeAndre Hopkins is somebody who you can kind of depend on. And so I think he'll come back and light it up like he did last year. If he does, he'll be an honorable mention. I, I just believe there's other people who made you a little better. But Deshaun Watson was headed for stardom. Like, it wasn't even like – it wasn't a game. He was headed for stardom. And so I'm looking for what he'll do. I think he'll be somebody who will be um, mentioned a lot at the end in, in the top quarterback conversations. Russell Wilson is another guy. Russell Wilson is good. They just got um, Brandon Marshall. I think that's a good look. Doug Baldwin is somebody <laughs> who you can always rely on. <laughs> Huh? You laugh at the Brandon Marshall thing? Yeah. Think about uh, that. I'll, I'll, I'll say my piece later. Cool. I just think he has. A, <laughs> he finally has a big receiver he can throw to. It's been so long. Having Jimmy Graham was good, but you haven't had a big receiver that he can really depend on and rely on for some time. And so, a big receiver, he may be slower now. He may not be the same Brandon Marshall at all, right? But at least he has somebody he can throw to and go to in the clutch. 
um, with Doug Baldwin and somebody he can go to in the, in the end zone or in the red zone and Brandon Marshall. So maybe, just maybe, that really pans out. So let's see. So I'm going with Russell Wilson um, in the honorable mention. Okay, another guy in my honorable mention is Cam Newton. Two years ago, people would have went ballistic if he wasn't number one or two, right? That Cam, that Cam who was dabbing everywhere, that Cam who took his team to the Super Bowl, that Cam who set a new standard for swag in the league, he set a standard for swag. He made sure that people understood that he was the man, and he was, six foot five, dominant beast, somebody who couldn't be stopped mm-hmm. or touched. I think this year he touches top five again, at least close to it. Yes, Devin Funches. If Funches grows up a little bit and, and, and you know, builds on the season he had last year, he's going to be straight. And they have DJ Moore, who I'm super excited about. I'm super excited about him, right? Um, You have Christian McCaffrey, who's going to be great in the passing game. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. This team has some weapons, man. And you give Cam some weapons, know what he can do with no weapons. You guys know that. Now, give him some weapons. Give him some time. All of a sudden, Cam Newton will be back in that top five conversation. So he's an honorable mention for me. Now let's hop into my top five. All right. Okay. At number – oh, my bad. Also got to give some hate slash somewhat love to Matt Ryan. So whatever. I'll just say Matt Ryan <laughs> in my honorable mention, right? Um, Carson Wentz is my number five quarterback. Carson, Carson Wentz, you know kind of um, what he was doing last season. He was going to be the MVP before he left. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was going to be MVP. So Carson Wentz is somebody – who you have to um, you have to kind of give credence to. He's he's gonna have an, a great season again. He's gonna have a monster season, in my opinion. They have weapons that they need. Nelson Aguilar, somebody who does well in the slot for them. They'll have everything that they need going in, and their offense won't change much. And so Carson Wentz is my number five quarterback. I have to give number four to Big Ben. We haven't mentioned Big Ben, right? And I know, I know. Because Big Ben is always somebody who, you know, he, he's good sometimes, and then sometimes he may disappear. Jacksonville made Big Ben seem mortal, very mortal, very not great, right? But if you look at what he's going to have <laughs> weapon-wise this year, Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington, he's going to have weapons around him. If they can get that contract settled, right, with their running back, they're going to be straight. Get Le'Veon good. And once Le'Veon's good, he, it's going to be okay. So Big Ben should have weapons again. And Big Ben with weapons, bruh, he, he should be good by the end of next season. All right. Number three, Aaron Rodgers. I know you guys think the bad man is back. Oh, that bad man, man is going, uh-huh. I know what you're thinking. Bad man is back. He's going to take over the whole entire league. He has Jimmy Graham now. Who's going to stop Aaron Rodgers, right? But he loses Jordy Nelson. He doesn't have that anymore. And that was his go-to in the end zone. I know he'll find new people and he'll make new people because he's phenomenal. But I do believe that the bad man may not actually be the absolute best by the end of next season. He will do well, though. And by the end of it, he's already in most people's top one. He won't fall far. At the end of next season, if he stays healthy, he'll definitely be a top three receiver in my world. Number two, for the haters everywhere, across the board, all you guys who talk the talk, Say whatever you say. Drew Brees is my number two. He's my number two quarterback on my list, and he is number two. What? What? I knew he was in your top two. I knew it. He's phenomenal. He's Drew Brees. Are we even serious with this? At the end of the day, 
He can throw for 5,000 yards if the defense is horrible. He can throw for four and take his team to the NFC Championship game. He's Drew Brees. He finally has somebody who's going to be his number one receiver. Michael Thomas is the most loved receiver he's ever had, but not to mention he throws the ball to Kamara out of the backfield. He can throw it to Ingram out of the backfield. They actually got Cameron Meredith. He has another guy, and they go out and get another wide receiver in Traquan Smith. You're going to tell me? And let's not forget the deep threat in Ted Ginn. What? What? Are we not even thinking about You just Ted mentioned Ginn? Ted Ginn? Yes, I did. I sure oh did. I mentioned Ted Ginn wow. because as an older receiver, he's a lot better than he was as a younger receiver. And Drew Brees made the most out of Ted Ginn last year. Same that same yeah. effectiveness you saw from Ted Ginn when he was in Carolina, we saw some of that last yeah. year, and we loved it. Drew Brees. You know what we call Ted Ginn in Florida? We call him do it with no hands. I know what you call him. I know what you say about the man behind his back. I get it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I didn't fear anything from Ted Ginn last year. When the ball was in the air and he was out there by himself, I never even thought, he ain't going to catch this. Because this old Ted Ginn is different. He's still fast. But now he's a better receiver because the receiving coach and, and New Orleans is a good receiving coach. He's really good. And he's able to maximize the potential that other people couldn't see in that young man. So, old Ted Ginn is another reason why I believe that they're going to do well. And, the only, and listen to what I'm saying. That offense has all the pieces of the great offenses from 2006, the great offenses from 2009. All the pieces are in place for them to repeat what they did last year. So I'm excited. All right. Now my number one, and this is probably a lot of people's number one if they're listening, is Tom Brady. Until you completely unseat the man, like until you can say that he's not the absolute best, then until he can't get his team to the Super Bowl with a bunch of people who nobody really, really thinks are phenomenal athletes, until he can no longer do that, he's my number one quarterback. At the end of next season, I think he'll still be the number one quarterback. Will age catch up to him? Maybe. But not yet. Tom versus Tom, in that battle, Tom's been winning. So, at the end of next year, Tom is still my number one quarterback. And that may, my list may not be progressive enough for the people. It may not be risky enough for the people. Whatever. I'm going with what I believe will be the case at the end of next season. All right, I'm opening up the floor for critiques and comments. Go for it. Um. Yeah, I was, voice I was you still here. I was trying to say that, oh. um, like with Big Ben, not that not that I doubt Big Ben's ability, but um, I I doubt his heart because when you start talking, like you don't know if you want to want to stay, you don't know if you want to play or not. When you start yeah. wavering like that, that always that always concerns me um, way more than anything mm-hmm. physical. And so I, I kind of feel like it's, it's that it's that Derrick Rose syndrome. It's like your heart's not in it. So you may have you may have some sparks here and there where where you show up, but I don't know how consistent it'll be. So I, I have to. So with Big Ben, I have to see it before I'm before I'm sold on it. That makes sense. I understand that critique. Um, you're right because after Jacksonville gave him that black eye, um, he did. You know, he did go in the closet a little bit and just kind of, you know, lick his wounds. Say, I don't want to play no more. I don't think I'm, I don't mm-hmm. think I'm built for this no more. <laughs> and and I yeah. heard that from him. 
But if you remember, when it was time for them to play Jacksonville again, it was like the fire return. Like, he wanted Jacksonville. He wanted the challenge. He wanted to go against them and see what happened. No, he lost again. But he still wanted the challenge again. And that challenge, that want for the fire, that want for the fight, is the thing that gives me hope in Big Ben. And hopefully this season he comes back. He has enough weapons. So that hope gives me a thought that he'll kill it. And the person who I, I hate that I didn't mention is Derek Carr. He's going to have a ton of weapons, too. <clears throat> okay. Well, well um, just real quick, man. Um, I don't think Tom Brady's going to have a, a good season. I think this season his age is going to show up, and these young boys are going to show out. Um, you know he gets Edelman back, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. Before you know it, before you know it, Brian, what was it, Brian Hoyer is going to be be the backup. He's the backup, right? I, I, I predict he's going to play. Yeah, I predict him playing game from game three because I just think I just think this year is going to be too much for Tom Brady. Um, I mean, they're opening. What's their schedule? Um. Uh, Johnny Football from the Tiger Cats before they let Brian Hoyer see the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Man, their opening schedule. Look, their opening schedule. Uh, this is preseason. See, you shouldn't mention preseason yeah. with Tom Brady because he may never see the field in preseason. No, no. Okay, their their opening schedule, their opening schedule right now, they got the Texans, Jaguars, Lions, and Dolphins. All who all of them upgraded their defense. All of them at least upgraded their defense. So only one of those defenses scared Tom Brady. I know it's the Jags. I just feel and like he's going to get hurt. And, he's going to get hurt in the Lions. And then he's gonna play like he can still play. On the Lions and then team, all of a sudden, the Lions team gonna hurt Tom Brady. They're still, they still have an elite defensive line. Not only that, they, Vicky, they just drafted they just drafted linebackers. Huh? I know you talking about uh, who who they draft? Roquan, right? They no 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 they didn't draft Roquan. Roquan went to uh, to the Bears. No, I'm did, just saying did, they just drafted bad. a couple of linebackers. Let's see. Let's get, let's go to the draft list real quick. Now, their draft list, if I can get it up, they want to, let's see, they, they want to draft in. Lions. Sorry, guys, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm going to say this. Why are you looking now. for it? It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Because it does thinking, matter. It don't. Because you're thinking that a rookie, it does matter. you're thinking that a rookie, a rookie is going to change the defensive unit so much so to where the Lions go from a you know a you know not mentionable defense to somebody who are to a defense who not only do you have to respect but that the goat Tom Brady should fear. Come on, man. Again, we we th- look. We're throwing the goat thing a little loosely now. I understand that he, he's that? a good what? player. He's a little loose with that goat. I'm loose with right. Tom Brady to go. Kind of loose with it. Just calm down. Okay. Now. Okay. Let me let me ask around. Voice. Yes, sir. 
it's Tom Brady it, it, in the conversation. Uh, speaking out of emotion, absolutely. Next question. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Tay. No, <laughs> Tay, you still here, Tay? Uh, I think, I think Tay may be gone. I think Tay may be gone. But there's no way that Tom Brady isn't in the GOAT conversation in most people's GOAT conversation. I, I'm giving it to him just a little bit, just you know, just don't 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 say it too much, man, because there's there's somebody coming after him. Anyway, but there, there's now, anyway, I'm looking at I'm looking at, the, I'm looking at their draft list, huh? I said there's always someone coming after. However, it, and mm. again, this is someone who can't even speak the Boston Poo Poo's name correctly. I, I can't. Talk about uh, 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 the Panhandlers. I can't talk about, but for someone who has <laughs> such a great the, the Boston Panhandlers, um, for someone who can't speak their name clearly, I have to recognize game and say that arguably he's the greatest to ever do it. His, his record okay. again going strictly by the numbers, taking all emotions out. His record says that arguably, and strong argument, he's the best to ever do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. But you don't have to throw yeah, out even. He's still going to get hurt. And if if you're predicting hurt, and that's your your prediction is he's going to get hurt, and that that injury will prevent him from being the top five quarterback this year, then, okay, if the injury happens, then, yes, you're right. But if the injury does not happen, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool yeah, beans. I'll go with that. All right, fellas, yeah, now. injury. Yeah. What'd you say, Demo? No, I was, saying I was agreeing with you. I said, yeah, barring injury, I was like, I don't I don't really see Tom Brady sitting down too much. I mean, it's like, I mean, we know he's not a mobile quarterback. I mean, I'd actually hate to see Tom Brady run because it just doesn't look right. <laughs> but um, he's, he's definitely the epitome of a pocket passer. Um, he gets the ball out quicker than most QBs I watch. And he, he doesn't normally, he typically doesn't get hit a lot. So I don't really, I don't really see uh, him fear. Uh, yeah, I'm, I agree with Rick. I don't see him fearing the Detroit Lions. Maybe maybe the Jaguars, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think I think I think Brady's got at least one more good year. Okay. Now, guys, I've I've loved everybody's list so far. Um, I'm gonna quickly give you who I believe are the the top five quarterback units. Just based on um, you know, just just based on not only the starting quarterback, but this is if the quarterback if the starting quarterback goes down. Who do you have as your backup? Does that make sense? Like, what what's the mm-hmm. unit consist of? And in this one, it'll be a little bit uh, more unpopular, but you guys can just tear it apart if you want. I'm just give you what I think is the top five, okay? Okay. All right. So here, um, I have number five. They have Ben Roethlisberger as their starting quarterback, Mason Rudolph as their second quarterback. And the reason I say this is good because Mason Rudolph and James Washington have a really good relationship based on what they did in college together. He would immediately mm-hmm. come in and have somebody who he can trust and rely on 
um, along with having the best receiver in the game and the best running back in the game. So if anything ever happened to Ben or Big Ben, I think Mason Rudolph can come right in. So Pittsburgh is my number five. Uh, Mm -hmm. In my number four spot, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Joe Flacco. Mm -hmm. You have Joe Flacco at the number one, Lamar Jackson at two, and then RG3 at the three spot, right? Now, granted, you don't mm-hmm. want to get to three. Nothing about this situation wants – you don't ever want to have RG3 as your starting quarterback right now, okay? Now, granted, he might have gotten better, I know, but that's not, you don't, that's not what you want, okay? But he is not the worst. He's not the worst possible available quarterback. So the Ravens, they're three deep in that position, and I think – no matter what, they'll be okay. So I'm going Ravens. Number three, I'm going to give some love to my boy Conrad, which in these lists I never find myself doing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to do it. That's how you feel. In this situation, I'm going with the Browns because hey, they have man. tons of weapons around. You are absolutely right. They got weapons galore, bro. Like, I love what they have in their receiving court. Jarvis Landry, man. You got to look at Jarvis Landry and say something about that, right? Man, you, mm-hmm. you know what you have. And, and my weed brother, I'm not going to even mention. But he got, you know what the situation is with that brother. Josh hey, Gordon he's is sober. Beast. He's sober. He said my that. sober. He said sober. that. Um, and, and I want him sober. And I want him clean. And if he really kills it, then God bless him. Um, if he doesn't, then okay. So you have him, right? Um, you still have Corey Coleman, and I think that's a good look. If Corey Coleman can develop into the receiver they thought he would be, so I think I think they're in a good place, man. I, I like what they have. I really wish they would have had like a Saquon Barkley, but you know, whatever. I won't go there. But um, but they they still are good, and the reason they make this list is not only because of Tyrod Taylor, who I think will be good. But if no matter if everything goes awry, the number one pick in the the draft, Baker Mayfield, is your backup quarterback. I think you'll be all right. So I'm going to go with, with them as the number three um, quarterback unit for me, right? Um, the Packers, uh, Aaron Rodgers is number one. Deshaun Kaiser is number two. Now, Kaiser isn't, you know, phenomenal in any stretch of the imagination. Wait, wait, we're not talking – wait, you going to skip Henry? Say it again? You going to skip Chad Henry, like for real? Chad Henry? Uh, is, is it Chad Henry or uh, Brett Hundley? I'm sorry. Brett Hundley. You going to skip Brett Hundley like that, dude? I don't, I'm not even – so when I look at the situation, I see Deshaun Kaiser as being somebody who – yes, yes, I will, by the way. And so um, I see Deshaun <laughs> Kaiser as somebody who has not only starting experience, but somebody who will come in and do a pretty decent job under um, under Aaron Rodgers because of his arm strength. So I'm I'm going that route right now. So I'm going Aaron Rodgers, Kaiser. Um, outside of that, my number one quarterback unit is, and actually in this case, I'm going to have to give some love to Tay. So, it's the Eagles. Because you guys saw what happened. Your top quarterback mm-hmm. can go down, and your backup quarterback can win the Super Bowl? Who can, who can doubt that or judge that, man? Nobody can. Nobody can. And so, I'm definitely going with them um, as my top unit. So, any thoughts? No, I agree with all of them. I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, Conrad. No, I just want to say I agree with all of them. I think that uh, 
I think that the Big Ben one is crazy. Even though I got, I think I caught flack for uh, picking um, for having what you call it go the first round. Rudolph, Mr. Rudolph, going the first round, but it's cool because I understand. But still, like, like I think that I think that the that uh, the list was great, especially with uh, the Baltimore team. Um, you do have three quarterbacks that that can still that can play, one that can you know light up the whole entire league, and one that can possibly, if he has to, prove that he can still do this. So yeah, you, I, I like your list. I like your list. Thank you, man. And and I want to give credence to you in in the Brent Hunley situation. Now Hunley, I watched Hunley play last year. Um, I saw how he performed. He did perform admirably. Um, in, mm-hmm. in, you know, Roger's absence. They're the reason they decided to go out and get a Kaiser, though. Now, you can, you can definitely say you go out and get a Kaiser because he was available and it's somebody you can get on the cheap, right? But I also think it's because Brett Hundley did well in the beginning, but towards the end of that time, it just wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, it just wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't exactly what they thought it would be. He didn't come in and light the league on fire. He came in and served admirably admirably and looked like a backup quarterback to me and so kaiser has the potential to rise above that so i I say not only does brett hunley have competition in that room now right um at the end of the day i think kaiser wins that number two spot and and but he does add to their overall weaponry and so they still do Mm -hmm. have at least you know three quarterbacks with starting experience which puts them high on this list All right, y'all. So, man, I really enjoyed this, man. You guys are... Well, 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 before you you wrap things up, I do have one uh, statement to make. I like your list. Most of the people that you had on your list, I also had on mine. Uh, I think you need to also keep in mind that Minnesota, with bringing in old boy from Washington uh, and already having two proven starters, now as potential backups, uh, you can't overlook them as being a one-two punch. Well, when I, I thought about them, right, but um, the quarterback who was there before, Teddy Bridgewater, is now playing for the Jets. And then um, Sam Bradford is now playing for the Arizona Cardinals. And so when I looked at if they were both there, then I'd be like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah, that, that kills. But when I look at what they have now, I'm, I'm, I just don't feel like that. And you know what? I knew one of them left. I didn't know that the other left. So, um, or at least I thought that one of them left. So, uh, I, I plead, or I should say, this is proof positive of what I said in the beginning that I enjoy football, but um, <laughs> nah, nah. not as not nah, as versed as as needs to be for. Uh, uh, for this specific subject. No, indeed, man. You got it, bro. You got it because you're bringing the numbers. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. So you absolutely got it, man. Don't you don't, don't <laughs> even think about it. But, um, but yeah, you're right. If, that's, if that was the quarterback situation, right, they would definitely be high on this list. But right now I'm, I'm thinking, and, and the crazy part is some people are going to get mad that Kirk Cousins isn't on either one of these lists. Actually, Kirk Cousins' name wasn't bought up until you just bought it up. And so, and people will be mad that he didn't even get an honorable mention because of his new situation. Because if Case Keenum can do well in this situation, people believe Kurt is going to kill it. 
I mean, let's, we we hope so. We hope so. I just think that I just think that Kurt um, Kurt Cousins is coming into a situation where they're going to expect a lot out of him, and he's going to he's going to show up in in one or two games, and then all of a sudden he's just going to be playing horrible afterwards. So I mean, we'll see what happens with him. Um, another thing, uh, another thing I want to mention um, is that. You know, you, you, you kick out, you kick out, uh, you know, the quarterback that brought you to, to, to the, to the NFC championship game. I mean, you know, y'all are so quick to let him go. I mean, he, I don't think the chemistry is going to be there next year. I mean, I'm just going to hope, I'm going to hope for, uh, Bra- uh, not Brandon Cook, but, um, Dalvin Cook to be healthy and, and that running game be, be crazy, but, I don't know, man. I just that's, this is the reason why we didn't mention anything from Minnesota because Minnesota kind of shot themselves in the foot, I believe. What you got me excited about just now is next week because next week we're going to be talking about running backs and Delvin Cook is somebody who's coming back right from injury. Um, you'll have mm-hmm. the the main man Johnson, David Johnson, coming back with the Cardinals. He's coming back from injury. You have Ty Gurley coming off of what some people believe is the MVP type season. He'll be back mm-hmm. um, next year, right? Um, Kamara, Kamara, bruh. Kamara, uh, Kamara. In his <laughs> second year, they're about to see how he flashes. Um, Ezekiel bruh. Elliott doesn't have that thing hanging over his head. What will he look like? AJ, um, uh, I'm sorry. Um, what is his name? Uh, Ajayi, Ajayi, right? Jay Ajayi uh-huh. being able to to be free. And that Philly um, backfield, man, I don't know what's going to happen. And all these and people are excited to talk about. And not to mention, like, these rookies that just came in. Like, y'all, yes. these rookies for the show out, too. Y'all they think that y'all think the first rookie class showed out. Nah, this rookie class will show out. Man, between Saquon and Chubb, I, I don't know, man. She yeah. and Michelle. Michelle, I think Michelle is going to – I think Michelle is going to, to – to the to like I don't know he's gonna do something with the Patriots off of the line I, I believe that he's gonna be running like crazy everybody gonna be like oh shoot look at Shoney Michelle oh man come on man. I don't know. but look let's, I, I, let's, I just think let's not give him too much man um but I'm so thankful that to have you guys here um Damo you still in the building yes sir Damo we have Damo here Damo is um he he's one of the host of our WWE our WWE coverage outside of Edge. You gotta check his show out, man. It's always lit, it's always dope. Every Friday. Every Friday. Early in the morning. Early in the morning. You have the MMA, <laughs> MMA dropping. As soon as you get on your road trip to wherever you're headed, if you're going to work on your commute, as soon as you hop on, you should be able to listen to the MMA main card. And he has new segments and a new co-host and all that kind of stuff, man. The Voice, The Voice is a show you got to catch. you got to catch that show weekly. If you don't, man, and you like the MMA, I don't even know what you're doing. I'm a LeBron hand you right now. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. The man is incredible. Voice, thank you so much for joining us, bro. I am uh, very honored and humbled by your kind statement, sir. Man, it's true. And, yo, don't think, Damo, don't even think for a second, man, I'm not excited about that new 
Oh, man, that opening song y'all got, bruh, I told you about it. And I'm going to tell you publicly, <laughs> y'all on a different level with that. You already had the voice-ins. You already had that stuff on your show. Now you got the, the intro song with the Let's Get Ready to Rumble joint, bruh. You guys are, are really, really doing well, man. So WWE cover, MMA cover, college football is coming back, man. Got your boy Conrad on him. Um, I think this year we're doing – Bola's going to be on there as well, right? Yeah, Bola is our third person, and she is excited. Uh, shout out to her, man, because, man, oh, man, the the excitement that she has on her face every time she talks about sports. I don't know if y'all catch her her show on uh, on YouTube, Sports Talk with Mo. Check out my sis, man. She out here, dog. Um, man, the one thing I'm excited about, and I need y'all to tune in, this First show, man, Freshman 15, you're going to love it. I promise you're going to love it. And everybody should be excited and getting geared up for the In the Field podcast, right? College football is right around the corner. Don't be in your summer, you know, your summer drought, just kind of sitting there chilling. Get up out that summer drought. Man, and catch some of this wetness we got over here, yo. It's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. So, In the Field is dropping, right? Um, and you're going to keep getting these interviews. We've got an interview dropping tomorrow, man. Um, so I'm excited about those interviews that are coming. we just got new star interviews coming up. So be excited about those. It's going to be a great track star sports summer, man. And thank you so much for being out here with us. So I, I, I'm sorry, Rick, just real quick, because I know this call started a while ago. Um, did anyone say anything about Dwight Clark? Actually, no. So talk to us, man. Uh, it has been stated via um, Yard Barker about an hour ago that he lost his battle with ALS and has transitioned. The person who was the recipient of the catch in 1981 in the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game has uh, transitioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, and um, Conrad told me about it earlier today. And Conrad told me right before yeah. we got on the call, man, and, and I'm I'm sad to hear yeah. that. Definitely sad to hear that. Yeah. And um, as a group, we'll definitely be praying for his family. Like, I honestly, people don't know understand how much that that catch changed the lives of people. Um, it definitely changed my life. It, I saw that catch back in 2005. And that made me want to play college football and go to the pros so bad. His catch was, I mean, I mean, they had replayed it, and I was just like, wow, he really made history. And all I wanted to do was be him. So, yo, shout out to him. Uh, shout yeah, out to his family. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yo, Voice, thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for um, for letting us know. Guys. Thank y'all for joining us today. Truly, truly appreciating it. Can't wait. Can't wait for next week. Next week should be fun and engaging. All right. Well, this is your top five, man. You ain't have a track star sport. We look forward to seeing you next week. God bless. God bless. Peace out. Peace out.
Hey, how you doing? This is Rickson C with Trackstar Sports. Listen, I want to get you involved in our new top five segment, right? All you have to do is log on to Anchor, call into our station, and give us your top five. If you're not into Anchor, you're not getting on to Anchor, don't worry about it. Follow us on Twitter and then leave us your top five there. Go to our debate fuel page. You can we have a debate fuel page on Facebook. It's a um just it's a group. Just hop in the group. Just say, Hey, I want to be a part of the group, right? I'll see you, I'll let you in. You hop in the group and give us your top five. Who's going to be in the top five once the season ends, right? Are we going to be talking about Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady again? Or will we now be talking about a new crop of quarterbacks? Maybe, maybe we're talking about Deshaun Watson. Maybe at the end of next season, we're talking about Josh Rosen. Maybe we're talking about Baker Mayfield and our top five quarterbacks in the league today. Who knows, right? Who do you think we'll be talking about at the end of next season? Can't wait to hear from you. God bless.